We're just so pleased to have Tongai and Joy with us from Zimbabwe. And uh, we're going to hear from them this morning. So it's going to be a slightly different morning. Uh, we're all going to be involved. Uh, I'm going to be uh, interviewing Tongai and Joy and uh, getting some information from them. And then we're going to be praying uh, about some of the things that they share. And then we'll be back to some more questions and so on. So it's going to be a bit different, a bit active this morning. Uh, so uh, no shooting off to the kids' room. Uh, no, you know, dozing in the corner. This is uh, an active morning, all right? So Tonga and Joy, do you want to come up and join me? So does it work? Hello. Yeah, very good. Very good. Thank you. So, um, Tonga and Joy, of, of all the churches in all of New Frontiers, what are you doing here? <laughs> well, we love being here at uh, Oxted. So, thank you so much for having us, and uh, may God bless you. We've had a long standing relationship with Oxted since the church was planted, right. uh, River of Life Church was planted. I think we started the relationship in 2006, that is when I was here the first time, and uh, from then on there's been uh, friendships, uh, people coming to Zimbabwe and us coming here as well, and there are a number of faces that I see who have been to Zimbabwe, Charlie, Ashley, Martin, Dale, Jane, Robin, and all those sort of things, right. so we've really enjoyed that relationship Very as well. Yeah, do you want to add? So King's Church has been part of River of Life Westgate Church that Tonga is the lead elder of. But King's Church, this church has been part of the church even before we were part of the church. Right. So when the church was planted, this church was there financially. It also helped in buying the land where the church is situated. Mm. Mm. And then when Tonga became the lead elder, we had already come here before for a Brighton conference. Right. So this church used to fund as coming for the Brighton mm. Conference. Mm. So you have always been part of River of Life Westgate Church in that way. So, you know, it's strange, isn't it? There are many of you perhaps who've never seen Tonga and Joy before, never met them, don't know anything about them, never been to Zimbabwe, and yet we have a connection uh, with them and with the church in, in Zimbabwe. And it's just great to be part of a family uh, together. So it's great. It's lovely to have you here, and we're so thrilled uh, that you're with us. So let me just ask you a few questions. Uh, start with uh, Zimbabwe. Um, tell us a little bit about the political situation. We catch a little bit on our news, and uh, we look with sort of puzzlement at what's going on. Uh, and tell us just a bit about what that means for you in terms of daily life and how the, the sort of politics impacts right through to every day. Sure, so there is a joke that is said in Zimbabwe in that if you meet someone for the first time and explain what Zimbabwe is like, and they say, I understand, then it probably means they have not explained it very well. <laughs> so I'm not sure whether they will understand or not, but I'll try. 
But uh, Zimbabwe is still a bit difficult. We've had a change in government in uh, November 2017 when uh, Robert Mugabe, who was the president since uh, 1980, was sort of moved out of power by his army generals. And when that happened, there was lots of celebration in the streets because people were saying uh, there was a dictator, now he's gone. But with that celebration, there was a hope that things were going to change quickly. So, because things were very much difficult, inflation, the economic situation. And so we were all very hopeful. And we celebrated and did all those sort of things, press-ups in the streets. Um, <laughs> but halfway down the line, we're now probably two years later, and things have actually gotten worse. Huh. So the guy who was vice president is now the president. So it's, it's more or less the same system. Uh, that's there, but it's just the change of president. So the economy is still in a very difficult place. Um, we're struggling to get uh, basic needs, probably things that we would import, like uh, uh, power, electricity. Uh, when we left, there were power cuts that would start at 5 a.m. in the morning, and then the power would come back around 10 in the evening. Wow. So it's pretty much most of the day. We also hold the uh, Guinness World Record of the longest fuel queue in the world, which was uh, 20 kilometers. Yeah. And uh, so you'd literally just go into... So things that we, we don't produce uh, in the country, we cannot get it easily. And uh, so, yeah, but food is there. But what it means is that it's just difficult for the ordinary person on the street. So inflation is high. And I think more or less what happened last month is we've always been trading in U.S. dollars because our currency, we're the multi-currency system, so you could buy in U.S. dollars or pounds because our Zim dollar currency was just not working. But uh, the government would argue and then they would say the Zim dollar currency and uh, the U.S. dollars is one is to one, which was not true, but it was a good way for them to say so that they could... Uh, run their things. But last month in June, they just gave an order overnight and then they said, whatever US dollars that you have in your account, it's now Zim dollars. Uh, but the official rate of that is probably more or less one is to eight. So it just means that most businesses lost their money by that amount. So that's the, the most families as well. So the confidence and the difficulties are still there in, in Zim, which is which is not so good to say. Mm. But as we, you know, when that happens, there's always opportunity for the gospel. Sometimes when uh, economies are tough, when situations are so difficult, people really come back to God because people are saying maybe our hope is in a new president, mm. our hope is in politics or the politicians, but we're really coming back to realize that actually our hope is in Jesus mm. Christ. Mm. So we continue to pray, we continue to believe God, and to trust God on a day-to-day -day basis. Yeah. Uh, I know Tongai left off with a positive note, but really the situation is really bad in the country. Like there will be long winding queues for fuel, and the fuel price keeps on going up. So when they changed the currency, like when they said uh, we are going back to the Zim dollar, people have lost out because everyone, our monies, our salaries were actually, uh, actually in a U.S. dollar value. But when we woke up, it was now in Zim dollar. Wow. And the U.S. dollar has kept on going up because everyone does not trust the Zim dollar. 
So it means that people have lost, the, their salaries have been devalued by about, you know, like, because now it's one is to 10 mm. in the streets. So wow. people can no longer afford what they could afford. Yeah. The standard of living has really hugely gone down. Mm. So even the middle class are struggling to even buy the basic stuff. Wow. So you can imagine the poor. And our church is like, uh, we are pastoring the poor, the very poor. And people are struggling, even the basic, like the staple food is uh, maize. So even to buy a bag of millimil is so expensive because we, uh, we had a bad harvest. So a bad harvest and inflation. Mm. So right now, there's so much desperation. Mm. And even when Mugabe was there, we never used to have such power cuts. So the power cuts have just been so bad. Mm. Like imagine from 5 a.m. to 10 p.m. Wow. So it means you, had, you never have power. Yeah. And people already, their salaries are so low. They cannot afford gas. So people, we have been taken back to like 90 years back. Because most of us now have to use wood to cook. Right. Like my sister is married to a specialist doctor. But they cannot afford to cook on gas the whole time. Wow. So you use your gas to heat up. So mostly now we are using wood to cook. Right. So it's really bad. And the middle class are suffering. Mm. So what about the poor? Yeah. The very poor people. Yeah. Wow. So it's really a tough situation right now. Mm. And people are becoming very angry. So I think if you've been following, uh, I think it's yesterday, day before, uh, the opposition party, they went into the streets to protest against all this. But um, there was so much brutality the police went after them and beat up lots of people. So that's what, there's, there's so much fear. So because this guy who's uh, in power, he's like an army general. So they've instilled so much fear. Every time people have tried to protest, people have been beaten, women have been raped, young guys in jail, like teenagers, because there's hardly any jobs in the country. Actually, there's been a shrinkage of the economy. So that's how bad it is. So what can we do? Pray. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good answer. That was the right thing to say. <laughs> so, so let's do that now. So, you know, I could say to you, well, remember these things and go home and pray. And you might. But, but let's do it now. So get together in twos and threes and let's just spend a few moments praying for the country of Zimbabwe. So Tonga and Joy, you've mentioned River of Life, uh, your church. So tell us a little bit about the church, uh, where you are, uh, what's around you, uh, the people you work with, the churches you relate to. Tell us, tell us a little bit about uh, church life for you. Thank you. So River of Life is located in Arari, just on, on the outskirts of Arari, which is the capital city of Zimbabwe. It's in a, what we call a peri-urban area and it's all the farming compounds. So there are lots of poor people who live around that area. I'll probably say 90% of the church is not formally employed. So they run their own small businesses, but not in the formal employment. And uh, obviously in the same environment as what we've just been describing uh, for the nation. So whatever we experience for the nation, it comes to the church as well. So just surviving on a daily, daily, uh, daily basis is quite uh, difficult. Mm. And um, 
But we thank God as well in that the church, the vision for the church is to glorify God by extending his kingdom through planting and strengthening uh, New Testament churches. So there is a grace to plant churches amongst the poor, amongst the rural areas in Zimbabwe. And uh, lately God has been opening up uh, areas which we call least reached, areas that are close to the gospel. So a number of churches have been planted as a church, we oversee 22 other churches, just similar demographic, and uh, gather them Sorry, once a year. Say that again. Similar. You oversee 22, 22 other, churches. 22 Did you churches. get that? <laughs> yes. Amazing. Yeah. So similar, similar demographic, bringing in leaders once a year for a conference. Uh, I would also want to mention last year's conference where King's Church also contributed in, through prayer, financially, just to get those leaders to come to Harare for leadership development. So it's, it's an incredibly difficult environment to encourage people to say, let's go for it, let's continue to have faith. And um, so that's been happening. You wouldn't say there's too much growth in terms of the actual church every Sunday, but there's faithfulness, there's people who are really belonging, being part of a family and really being on mission together to, to plant some of those churches. So uh, the interesting one is that in, in northern Zimbabwe, there's a place called Kanyemba. So we've planted maybe in the last two years, four churches wow. in Kanyemba. So it's a game park. It's, uh, you know, those churches that have planted are people who really, maybe three years ago, did not know who Jesus Christ yeah. is mm. at all. And we had to really come and introduce, this is Jesus. And what they knew was ancestral worship or African traditional religion. So just starting from the first time that there's one Lord, uh, there's Jesus Christ, is, uh, has been a breakthrough. So we have one of the elders who is part of River of Life Church, who's called Clapperton, who's really been leading that work. And that's been going on fairly well. Uh, Two years later, we are, we are now beginning to talk about leadership development and hopefully seeing those leaders who did not know about Christ three years ago, but becoming elder material and really building us. So we're hoping that next year we'll be ordaining elders and we've been visiting those churches once a month. So we're really grateful to God for that. The reason why I mentioned that story is because King's Church has been part of that. Right. Uh, through prayer, through support. So I've just been reading, reaching the nations, sharing the gospel. That is exactly what you have done in that particular area. Yeah. You want to add anything, Joy? I think <laughs> I've covered. <laughs> just to say, on a personal note, we've been leading that church. We've been part of River of Life since 2003. And I've been a lead elder for the past 10 years, but my role is changing a little bit where I'll be saving the churches that we oversee much more right. and handing over leadership of the local church to another elder. Right. So we're feeling that is what God is calling us to do and we're excited about it mm. and we're excited to serve these churches, particularly to see leaders being raised to become elders mm. because when they do that, uh, we find it's more effective for the gospel to, to, to reach out because there are many cultural issues that we have to deal with in those communities. So when you come as an outsider and say, we don't worship ancestors, we worship Jesus Christ, 
That's a gospel truth. But sometimes people may say, ah, but that's not your culture. We can't accept it. But if it's said by someone who's within that yeah. community yeah. and say, guys, I've met Jesus, we find that that's more powerful and that gives a long lasting. So that's, that's our push, really, to see strong leaders emerge and, um, and, and lead. That community is very, very different. One interesting thing is that they... They, they don't have any sense of time. So if they would come here, they would, they would have a big culture shock. <laughs> so sometimes you have to phone them and say, today is Sunday. <laughs> and uh, because even the number of days, they just, don't, they just don't think, they just leave. They just don't think today is Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday and let alone time. So when church is started, it's not to say church starts at 10. Someone starts singing. And then people will just know that it is time for church and people will really come around. So it's a different we, culture. We do the same thing. You do the yeah. same thing. <laughs> so it's a different culture, but it's exciting to see other people groups yeah. coming to know Christ. And then the service are obviously longer and, and all those sort of things. And also another interesting is right in the middle of the game park. So as soon as you start the service, everything is okay, but you have to be ready if a lion comes or elephant. <laughs> Uh, or elephants, and they do come. <laughs> so when they do come, you kind of have to disperse and then meet again after two <laughs> hours. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a different challenge. We <laughs> do, we <laughs> that's not something we've experienced, I have to say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that exciting mm. to think, you know, it sounds like the New Testament, doesn't it? Mm. You know, reaching into a completely uh, new area and within two, three years, mm. you're talking about people becoming elders, taking mm. up leadership responsibility. Mm. That is just so exciting. Mm. So again, what are we going to do? Yeah, mm. very good. So let's do it slightly differently. Let's all stand and, and pray together for, the, for River of Life Church and for the churches uh, in Zimbabwe that these guys have links with. Mm. Uh, and what was the name of the church you mentioned? Kanyemba. Kanyemba, yeah. Kanyemba. Have you got that? Say it all together. Kanyemba. Yeah. Say it again. Kanyemba. Good. Right, we can pray now. Let's all pray together. And then maybe one or two, as it starts to die down, one or two pray out. What was the name of that church? Again? Come on, louder. Yeah, you got it. Very good. Okay, do sit down. Isn't it amazing? We've just talked about this really ridiculously challenging situation in the country of Zimbabwe. And then we're hearing about churches being planted. It's amazing, isn't it? God is so good. God is so good. So, Tonga and Joy, tell us a little bit about your family and uh, your children and why they're not here with you. <laughs> that would be good. Um, we've got three boys. Joel, Shane, and Isaac. Joel is uh, turning 13, Shane is turning 10, and Isaac will be turning 7, all in September. <laughs> so September will be a busy month for us. <laughs> we usually, we just do one big party, and they're happy. But Joel is turning 13, so he has already shown signs of being a teenager, and moods have started. So Joel uh, is now Form 1, so he's moved to high school. 
So he has moved from where he used to be with his brothers. He's gone to a different school. He's at a very good school, like Christian school. But he has struggled uh, this year just uh, being in a bigger school because they were in a very small school. And some of you know that Joel has a problem with his right foot. Uh, when he was four years old, he got an injection. It was supposed just to uh, bring down his, he had a fever, but the doctor went into his nerve. So we have had that problem for the past so many years, like from when he was four years old, and surgery was done on him twice. Unfortunately, the problem is still there. So he walks with the limp, so he can do every sport, and unfortunately, he pushes himself too much. <laughs> and we've got lots of uh, little accidents, falling overs, but because of that, he really pushes himself into sport because he wants to fit in. So if you could pray for him, because he has struggled to make friends, and has just felt, well, he has made friends, but he just feels like he doesn't fit in, and he's sensitive to comments. If someone just says something, it can bring tears. So he has really had a very hard two terms. So we are just praying that in third term, he can just begin to feel like he belongs and he's okay. So we just are always praying that God might just give him courage and that he might just be brave in the situation that he's in. So that's Joel. Our second born, Shane, he's grade five, very academic. So we also want you to pray for him just to, because he's too driven. He really wants to make it academically. He's always studying, always look, asking for books. If you call, he wants a book. So we just want him to have a little fun, just to... <laughs> just to enjoy himself. He's only turning 10. And then we've got our little Isaac, who's just always playing and trying to dodge school. <laughs> <laughs> so Isaac has had an ongoing problem with his stomach. We've gone to the specialist. The last visited the specialist doctor, he was like, I don't think you should ever bring Isaac because I've done all the tests. I just can't find the problem. But sometimes he gets bouts of pain. So if you could pray for him. So we don't know. The specialist tried all the tests. They could not detect the problem. So when we left, he was okay. But we had had like a whole month of him being in and out of pain. So generally, we are doing well as a family. And we need grace because Tongai got a job like um, two years ago, three years. So Tongai is working for another organization. So there was a time when we were struggling financially as a family. When the, just the economy went bad in Zim. So the, the church used to make money through weddings. Like the, if you have uh, ever seen pictures of the church, the church meets like in a gazebo. So the church, uh, we used to make money through hiring out the gazebo. So on Saturdays, there could usually be a wedding. But the wedding business just went down, which was mainly because of the economics of the country. So when that happened, we started, we struggled financially. And we had a season of just not doing so well. And we want to say thank you to King's Church because there's a whole year when this church just used to look after us financially. And my God bless you so much. Thank you so much. We came out of that season, Tongai got a job, and we tried to start a business, and we are doing far much better financially in this season. So God bless you so much. Yeah, just one story about Isaac. The last one is a carefree child. So if you go and he's doing sports, in his school, and he starts competing, and you start cheering him. You say, go Isaac, go Isaac. He stops and starts waving at you, and, <laughs> and, 
and just enjoys it. And he said, can you see me running, eh? Can you see me He's so, so sometimes you have to keep quiet and let him finish the race, and then you cheer him. But he's a good guy, yeah. But just to say thank you so much for your support for the family, and we, we are so grateful. We're supposed to come with the boys, so they're obviously upset. And what happened, uh, I won't tell you whose fault it was, but um, uh, we, we the, their passports are all expiring in November. And so to get a visa, you need a passport, which has got at least six months. But we, we thought maybe in May, or we were going to renew their passports. But we suddenly heard that as we were about to do it, there was no passport paper in the country. So we did, we went to different offices, we drove, we went, and, and then until we told that they're only processing 18 passports in the whole country per day. So if you need the passport now, you have to wait a year, the fastest. So they gave us a date for next year, and then they say, if you come on the 14th of, uh, of February next year, we'll give you a three-day passport. So it's out. So they were a bit upset, and... Uh, and uh, they only said, if only you will bring us a PS4, then we are happy. <laughs> that will make everything all right. <laughs> I, I can understand that. <laughs> Seems very sensible to me. Okay, should we pray for Tonga and Joy and the boys? So let's, um, let's do it slightly differently. So back into twos and threes, but if some of you would like to come and just... Uh, lay, lay hands on Tonga and Joy and pray over them particularly then come out and uh, let's, uh, let's just bless them as a family eh come on in <laughs> so Tonga and Joy are with us uh, for now you know so if you've got something for them or a word of encouragement then uh, just grab them uh, over a coffee and share that with them but they'll also be at Ashburnham with us so there'll be another opportunity there uh, to pray with them and pray over them and so on. And just to have a bit of fun with them and have a laugh and a coffee and things like that. So, but Tongai, you said you've got something you'd like to share with us. I, I said to Tongai that uh, with this, uh, our summer Sundays, we're doing favourite verses. So over to you. Thank you so much. Uh, there's a verse that I want to share. Uh, it's from Philippians chapter 1, uh, verse 3 to 6. I'll just read it out in the NIV version. It says, I thank my God every time I remember you. In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Jesus Christ. We longed to be here with you this morning. If there's one thing that we wanted to say is a big thank you for your partnership with us, with River of Life, Westgate Church. It means more than you can ever think or imagine. And it's Paul saying this to the Philippian churches. I just remember this verse and just say a big thank you. There are a couple of things that you have done for us. We have really felt that you've prayed for us. With all the challenges that's been happening, you know, you just sense that there's, there's someone they're praying for you. And I, want, I really want to say thank you and to ask if you could continue doing that, praying for us. We've really appreciated uh, visits from King's Church. Uh, Dale has been there a number of times. And, uh, and, and uh, other, Charlie, Ashley, 
Martin, you know, there are a number of people who've been here, who've been there. That's been a great sense of encouragement. And just to say thank you, because you could have been scared by some of the stories that we share, but you braved it out. You ate lots of sadza, drove those big trucks and all those sort of things. So thank you so much for, for that. We really appreciate it. And um, we thank you as well for the conversation and the prayers and the encouragement for helping us to, uh, to bring us here and also for your giving. King's Church has been extremely generous to us as a family, to River of Life with the church. And we really want to say thank you so much. May God really bless you. And I'm excited when I see this reaching the nation, sharing the gospel, because to us, that is exactly what you have done. So thank you so much, and may God bless you. Amen. You've just done what I was going to ask you to do, but I might ask you to do it again, because I just want to uh, express our thanks back to you guys as well, because you have given us an opportunity to reach the nations, because not all of us can go, uh, and not all of us have the opportunity to impact the nations, but you can do that on our behalf. And so that partnership is both ways. And so let's just uh, express our... Gratitude, our thanks uh, to Tonga and Joy for being there for, for us so that we can do the very thing that is a blessing to you. Let's uh, uh, just express that again. So a slightly different Sunday, but uh, hopefully that was fun. Uh, together, let's just now enjoy tea and coffee uh, before you head off. Thanks very much.